0: Welcome to the More Than More podcast, where we discuss building meaningful, impactful businesses, careers, and lives through real estate.
1: Good morning. Dylan here, and I'm with...
0: Angela, I'm here as well.
1: It's Friday morning, the...
0: It is November 18th.
1: It is the end of November. Yeah. And so we're right before Thanksgiving week, and it's been an interesting several weeks in the real estate market. Yeah. And that's what we're here to talk about. So we we didn't actually release like you were just saying a uh, um,
0: November market mark, update market update yeah. and
1: that was intentional. I kind of watching how things are evolving in real right. time as we speak. But what we wanted to do today is something very different. Uh, we've been hearing a lot of conversation about the market right now. Right. I, I was just thinking about this. Everyone's always interested in the market. Everyone's always interested Absolutely. in the real estate market. It's yeah. like uh, everyone's watching HGTV. But everyone's interested in housing. I was just pulling that data. 16 to 20% of our GDP is the housing sector. Mm -hmm. 20 if you include certain elements of it. But now, more More than than maybe ever, ever, is a huge time for the public and everyone to be very, very interested in what's going on in real estate. So... Just been thinking about how we need to dig into our capacity to communicate Commun- with yeah. people and yeah. have very, very intelligent, but also well thought through conversations about the market. Yeah. So we threw together some scripts. You guys should have them in front of you as you're listening to this. Uh, there's a great resource that our teams put together for you. And I think what we're going to dig into here is not just the data about the market. This is more about how we can improve or hone the skill.
0: Yeah. How to respond to people, right?
1: It. Um how to respond in a way that is gonna produce more fruit yes. than simply spitting data out to people. So, yeah, or uh,
0: not having enough to say or not knowing what to say. I mean, absolutely. yeah, yeah.
1: So we're just gonna jump right in. Um there's a lot here to cover, but I think we're gonna find this super practical and helpful. And I've yeah. got a feeling we're gonna be doing more of this in the future. Yeah. Um so h- you know, where we're starting here is the question, how's the market?
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's the number one thing people ask you as soon as they know you're in real estate, they're interested um, and they've got some thoughts on it. So they're actually really curious probably what you have to say. So
1: the minute they find out you're in real estate, but also context like Thanksgiving dinners and everyone's asking this question right
0: now. Absolutely. And it's an
1: opportunity to really shine. But the first point I want to make real quick before we jump into these scripts, um, how's the market is not a question about data. Yeah, we're talking about data a lot in the backstage because we need to understand the data. Yeah. But when they're asking a question, how's the market, what they're really doing is opening a door to a conversation about a whole bunch of like questions, fears, concerns, thoughts, presumptions that they're making because of their interest in real estate. Yeah. Starting with, they probably own a house or they they're would like to own it. a house. Yeah. And so there's a lot going on in their head when they say, how's the market? And what we've got to learn to do is when we answer, open the door to a fruitful conversation, conversation rather than just spill a bunch of data. Yeah. And Good. so the other thought to open up here is uh, I always think about an elevator speech. I know people talk about this, yep. but for, for me, I was taught this, well, in several contexts, but one of them is like, you come back from a vacation <laughs> and people ask you, well, so how was, how the, was it? the vacation. Yeah. And I just want to be frank. Most people actually don't care that much. It's sort of like back in the old days. We used to come back, and, and if you remember this, you might, because we're both the yeah, same we're, age. Yeah, mm-hmm. People would come back from a vacation with like a slideshow, and you would sit down <laughs> in your <their> house, <laughs> and they would show yeah, you. Yeah, I have. Yeah, picture by picture of their va- yeah. Okay. No one cares. Yeah, they're they're really interested in in. Well, what are most people interested in?
0: They're just honestly you asking them the question back right or like well how was what are you doing they how want, was your
1: week they want to tell you about their they're, vacation. yeah they
0: themselves yeah so
1: they want to know a little bit about your vacation and then they want to know they, they want to jump in and like share the parts of commonality that are interesting to yes. them it's that uh what's the phrase um uh, uh if you want to be interesting oh, be interested the most istrit-
0: interested yes absolutely that's one of my favorites
1: um and so yeah the goal here is as we think about talking about the market, we have to learn to offer insight,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: then also create points of relatability with people so that we can enter into a, a enjoyable conversation with them right. that opens future doors to other opportunities. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, so what we're endeavoring to do here is just give you some more um, ways to respond How-tos. to their response, right?
1: Well, Both. So we're going to learn to tee it up a little bit better. And then we're going to learn to carry that conversation forward. So this is a very, very practical podcast. Yeah, love it. So let's start with this idea of an elevator speech, which is, do we need to explain that? I mean, the idea is if. If you jump in an elevator and somebody asks you how's the market before they get to the floor that they're getting off at,
0: you have to yeah, and if
1: you've got a fifteen minute response put together, (laughs) you're not going to be very interesting or insightful in offering anything because they're getting off in a minute or two. Yep. So elevator speech is something you have to have in your back pocket. It's ready. It's locked and loaded, and it's something you've thought through so that you can tee up the conversation. For it either then to be done yeah. or for it to go Continue. to the next chapter. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I've got a few things here. The first one we've got written down for you is my example of today's yeah. 30 second elevator. What it should speech. Look like. Yep. Go. And so I'm just gonna run through this yeah. and we'll see how it goes. And and I think the idea here is tweak it, make it yours. But so why don't you why yeah, don't, we, we jump in the elevator, yeah. go. On.
0: Um so you're in real estate. How's how's the market?
1: Well, um, yeah, things have kind of slowed a lot in the last few weeks. A lot of buyers have taken a step back because rates have climbed so much. And a lot of sellers right now just aren't that motivated to list because a lot of them are locked in at such low rates. So in a way, Angela, it's kind of like the market's holding its breath for a while while it waits to see what happens next with rates and prices. But the thing is, there's still a lot of activity. And the other thing that we're watching is inventory is really still ridiculously low, so, it's kind of set up to be another crazy spring. But uh, what have you heard? And uh, so,
0: that's my favorite part right there. The what have you heard?
1: Well, I think a lot of where we're going today is to toss it back in that yeah. way. And I'm going to give you a few more examples of yeah. that. But that, guys, is written down for you. Now, do I think that in six weeks it'll be the same? No, it'll shift. But most of those touch points are where we need to go. We've offered yeah. insight onto several things, we've been honest. Yeah. Um, but we've also been positive, right? Yes, absolutely. So we've been honest about things working, not working, but most importantly, after being insightful, honest, and positive, we've opened the door yes. to more conversation. Yeah, absolutely. So hopefully that's helpful. I think that's something we'll tweak in the future, yeah. but honestly you can tweak it yourself as well. Yeah. So the other thought that we've got down for you here that we think you guys will find helpful is, I mean, how long did that take me by the way?
0: That was not even 30 seconds.
1: You think it was less than 30? I think it was, yeah. We need to time it next Yeah,
0: time. <laughs> we do. I can do that. Sometimes 30 seconds is too much. Yeah.
1: Sometimes they're getting off on floor two or three. Yeah. And you're on the ground floor. Need a little something shorter. And maybe you don't want to go into that long of a script because uh, honestly, even that is more than some people are ready to hear. Yeah. And you've got to learn to gauge that. You've got to learn to read the room. Is this someone actually interested? Right. Um, or is this someone just making small talk? Yeah. If it's more the small talk, we've we've offered you some of these, I just call them 10 second tee ups. Yeah. What, what's another name for these? I
0: like it. It's good. But,
1: but I mean, the idea here is give some insight, offer some response, but really just bait them to yeah. see if there's more. And I think the bigger thing here is there's, there's several mores, meaning they could be asking for one of 10 to 15 different, reasons. uh, well, motivations. Yeah. There's a context for all these people. This 10 second tee up to me is a way to dig for the Mm -hmm. context so that you can offer an answer that is of interest to people. So let's try a few of these. So again, we're starting with how's the market.
0: Right. You 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 want me to tee it up every single time? (laughs) Why don't you? (laughs) So Dylan, how's the market?
1: Well, it's certainly one of the most interesting and fun markets we've seen in a long time. Um, a lot of challenges right now for buyers and sellers, but there's also a lot of really unique opportunities opening up right now that we haven't seen in the market for quite a while. Uh, why do you ask though? What, what have you, what have you heard?
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: So real simple, 10 seconds, I think it was 10 seconds. No, um, close. But I mean, again, honest, insightful, uh, but and opening not the door.
0: overly positive or negative, right? I mean, that's the thing. As yes. I feel like some people have very, oh, it's great. Like, and that's all you have. Like, this is offering more insight.
1: Well, I'm gonna talk about this in a minute, but. Um I think one of the worst things we can do is always respond with, oh, it's a great time to buy yeah, and it's a great time to sell because it sounds disingenuous. Absolutely. So, you know, there's ups and downs, but it's honest and insightful. So let's do number two.
0: Okay. So, hey, how's the, how is the market?
1: <laughs> well, it's a, lot of, it's a lot of fun out there right now, but it's honestly also a little challenging for us. Um, but we've got a surprising amount of people that are out buying and selling right now, despite some of the headwinds that people have heard about. But I'm curious, what have, what have you heard? Mm -hmm. Same thing. Now you can change the question at the end. I think there's a lot of different questions, but the reason I'm picking what have you heard is the truth is everybody's heard something.
0: Oh, absolutely. And they're hearing terrible things on the news.
1: They're hearing terrible, but they're also talking to family members and people are, I wouldn't say confused, but people have their own ideas. And, and, you know, we live in a world right now where nobody knows what to trust. Nobody knows what's reliable. Nobody knows what's true. And we're also prone to listen to all this negative. Mm -hmm. But my point here is that if they're asking you how the market is, I promise you they already have some ideas in their head.
0: Yeah, and you actually want to yeah you want to dig a, for those.
1: They're not a blank slate. They're yeah. coming at you with some thoughts and ideas. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to do here is tee something up to give them insight, make it more positive maybe than what they're thinking mm-hmm. it was, but also be honest. And then dig for. Well, hold on. What where where mm-hmm. are you coming at this from? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So number three, real quick. And uh, right. By the way, like obviously I wrote some of these, but you have to rehearse these a little bit and they yeah. have to be internalized and you're not going to have make the them script yours. in front of you. Make yeah. them yours. Yeah. yeah.
0: Make them yours. Okay. Let's do the final right, one. Number one. All right. So how, how is the market? <laughs> We're loving that. <laughs> That's funny. Start again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How can I say it differently? Um, so, um, interesting that you're in real estate. I'm, I'm curious about, I'm curious about the market. How is it?
1: Well, well I'm, I'm, it's, I'm glad you asked. It's, uh, the truth is it really kind of depends I mean, for some people right now, it's actually pretty terrific, uh, but for others, depending on what you're trying to do in the market right now, it can be a little challenging. And so the reality is that there's, there's actually several markets out there right now. Actually, one of the words we use is a bifurcated market. There's, it just depends on if you're new construction or resale or buying or selling. So it really depends on what you're trying to accomplish. Um, well, if you don't mind if I ask, like, uh, are you guys in the market right now or have you been looking at real estate? So different question. Yeah. Um, I think stick with what have you heard is easier, but I think I want to make that one specifically lends to
0: that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So the point on all of these guys is that um, we have to learn, I think what I call the art of the dance conversational dance. Yeah. Uh, We've lost some of this art in our nation um, because everyone's on Twitter or just talking at people. Yeah. And what we've got to learn to do is to talk with people It's it's a dance. And we got to remember that we are in sales and whether we're trying to sell them something or not, our our job isn't to uh, shower people with an answer. Our job is to enter the dance, remembering that they've got preconceived notions, they've got ideas, they've got assumptions and they've got fears and hopes and concerns. How do we pry those out so yep. that we can offer a more informed response?
0: Yeah, start to build that trust, right? You're starting to be the built the trusted advisor. You want to be honest um, and just lead them down that path. Yeah.
1: Well, and what I said in the in the Ankeny team meeting is I related this to. Uh, did I, I think I talked about volleyball. I was watching videos of this guy. They're they're um, setting the ball and he's oh, yeah. spiking it, and he's spiking the ball. Straight down into the floor at like 150 miles an hour. I've never seen anything like it. (laughs) Yeah. And so sometimes people say, "How's the market?" And 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 you're just like, "Oh, they just bump set."
0: Right. My job now is to
1: spike the sucker into (laughs) the ground, and that's not the goal. Yeah. Fun volleyball is where you you can volley you. Volley it back to them yes. so that we can actually play this game for a bit. And then yeah. you can spike the ball at the end. Yeah, then you win. You know, the <laughs> the example, I actually wrote this down. I was, I was thinking about a, another version of this. Um, so this is a bad example, but imagine you have a, uh, a different industry, right? So you've got a, a line of dandruff shampoos that you sell. Yeah. So we're not in real estate anymore. And you're talking to people, and they find out that this is what you do for a living. So they turn to you and say, Well, oh, that's so interesting. Like, no, they may, they may be interested. <laughs> I don't they may know. not. <clears throat> but maybe they are. And so they say something like, Well, so yeah, that's so interesting. How many people actually have dandruff? Now, a bad answer is to say, One in five. Because, <laughs> Give them the
0: straight up. Well, that's
1: about the end of the conversation. Yeah. And that would be spiking the ball into the ground. A yeah. good answer would be something like, Well, I don't know, most people are kind of surprised that the number is higher than they think. It's actually around 20% of people. Um, but a lot of people who have dandruff don't even realize it. And there's all sorts of other versions of scalp conditions that people aren't even aware of. So who who knew hair care was so complicated? <laughs> Why do you want Do you have maybe family members or something with some sort of dandruff condition? Yeah. That is a fun game of volleyball.
0: Yeah. The why so, do you ask? Like getting something to, that does throw it back to them. Yeah, absolutely. Which I don't
1: want to kill that point, but uh, yeah. So how's the market? Yes. Bad answer. Good. Great time Another bad answer is it's bad. Yeah. yeah. Another bad answer is, oh, it's a great time to buy. And then, because there's a little cynicism floating around right now where it's like, well, okay, let me guess. Yeah. It's also a great time to sell. And another bad answer is to give them a 10 minute thesis <laughs> about what's going on. Okay, so what we've established is an elevator speech yep. and maybe even some shorter elevator speeches. Yep. Work Get on it. them, make them your own. Yep, absolutely. But uh, I think the next thing here is as we close our elevator speech with like, well, what have you heard? There's, there's, there's some obvious responses yeah. that we should start anticipating from people. And so we can't just have our elevator speech. We've got to have some- next. Yeah, well, and several different nexts. Yeah, because depending on what they say, and so I and I've listed a few of the things that I think people are likely to say right now. There's probably more, and we can add more later. Yeah. Number one, well, I've heard there's a crash coming. Mm-hmm. Number two, well, I mean, I've heard that rates are through the roof, or well, I've heard affordability, yes. like it's re, like people can't even afford to buy houses right now. Um, I've heard that. Oh, I've heard that there's like uh, deals coming. Yeah, like people are, like prices are going to come down, and we can. And then, uh, yeah, I've heard that prices are crashing. These are all different things that people might say. Yeah, absolutely. So what we've got for you um, is a whole bunch of-
0: Suggested responses. Follow-up scripts to these. Yeah.
1: Um, Does it sound too crazy to have all of this ready in your head?
0: Absolutely not. Because if you don't have anything in your head, what are you going to say? And that's probably not going to come out as great if you haven't thought this through, right? Like it's everyone, you show up without the practice before, like- a bad time yeah. to rehearse your lines is, is on stage in, yeah. with the cameras rolling. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Underprepared.
1: So I'm going to riff these um, again, make them your own. There's some data in here that's helpful. And maybe every few months we'll tweak these for you. But let's start with, well, yeah. I've I've kind of heard there's a, there's crash. a crash coming. Yeah. And, and in all of these, what you're going to notice is I'm actually finding some way to agree with them. I don't want to say, no dummy. <laughs> So I'm finding some way to agree, but then yeah. also to redirect to what's actually true and working. Yep. Um. Uh, the the goal here is I've prepared these responses; they're insightful, positive, and they open doors. And I've got to try get them in less than 30 seconds. Right. And then at the end of every one, what am I doing?
0: Throwing the volley back I'm to throwing them. Throwing
1: the ball back to them to engage in the dance of, of conversation. Continuing the conversation. Yep. Uh. So, so we've got. Uh, I heard a crash is coming. Yep. I'm uh, well, it's, uh, that's pretty understandable that a lot of people right now are concerned about that. I think what that's got to do with is a lot of people actually have memories of what went down in 2008. I know I was around for that and um, kind of crazy, but there, there's, you know, there's a few realities about today's market and environment that probably make a crash pretty unlikely. And the biggest one right now is actually just the sheer amount of equity in people's properties right now. It's actually at an all-time high, I don't know if you've heard any of this data, but 40% of homes in the U.S. right now are actually owned free and clear. They have no mortgage. And of the ones that have a mortgage, 50% of them are what's called equity rich, which means that the mortgage they have is less than 50% of the value of the property. So, you know, the average equity for properties right now in the U.S. is more than $300,000. So I don't know about a crash, but it sounds like you might have done a little research on this. Um, are, have you been concerned about a crash coming? Or are you one of these people kind of hoping for one? Uh, Because it might open doors for you.
0: There you go.
1: So that's a thought through response. Yeah. This is real data, by the way. So you're welcome to quote me on this. Yes. Um, But uh, insightful and yet
0: uh, a volley, right? Yeah, absolutely. Questions, thoughts on that one? Gave data, but not too much. um, And something that lends to... yeah, agreeing with them, but giving them the information that they need to maybe hear to be like, huh, to think about it a yeah. little bit differently. I mean, if
1: anything, that's on the verge of too much. I mean, that was several points of data. Right. So I included not too much. Well, I wanted people to see it, but yeah. um, if I'm you, I would strip that down to a couple of good points yeah. of reference and then volley it back to people. Absolutely. So the next one we've got here for you is on rates. This so is, I
0: definitely, this has got to be a really, one of the most responses I would say is the rates, I would say.
1: So I got an elevator speech. Yeah. What have you heard? They're like, well, I've just heard that the rates, rates are, are psycho right inside. now. Yeah. So my response to that right now would be, well, yeah, rates actually are up quite notably. In fact, it's one of the steepest climbs we've seen in the long term. And no doubt, that's actually slowed a lot of buyers down. Um, but you know, there's a surprising number of people is what we're seeing with a substantial amount of cash right now that are still buying And then we've also got a lot of our buyers right now that are getting super savvy and we're counseling buyers how to use smart loan products like rate buy downs, but also longer term uh, arms. I'm not sure if you know what those are, but a little safer than like a a short term adjustable uh, arm. Um, And and what that's doing is it's allowing people to get those rates back down to actually pretty affordable levels. So just out of curiosity, have you been looking at rates lately? Because if they have, there's they probably there maybe,
0: may, there's considering. hundred yeah, percent. Absolutely.
1: So I think um, that's my version of that. I think you can create another version of it, but I think what's non-negotiable is you probably need to have some version of that teed up. Right
0: absolutely. Up. And again, I, I like that you said through all of these, you need to find some way to agree, find that point of commonality, but then shift their thinking a little bit.
1: Yeah. Whatever stupid is not a good response. <laughs> absolutely. For
0: it. No, it's not. I don't know what you've heard. I like, think don't start there. <laughs>
1: That doesn't make for a good conversational thing.
0: <laughs> no.
1: <clears throat> okay, so let's try affordability.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so Affor- uh, yeah. A- elevator speech, how's the market? Well, I've just heard that things are way, way out down. of people's price range right now and with rates, there's no way to afford things. Yeah. Um, I'd say, well, yeah, uh, it is kind of a tricky time right now because prices have gone up quite considerably over the last few years. And the other thing is that rates now have gone up quite a bit. And between the two of those, yeah, things are less affordable. You know, the big challenge that people are having is that rents are, are just as high and everyone's got to live somewhere. So for a lot of people, the issue is that cost of living is going to be higher either way. And obviously, that's a challenge for everyone in America right now. But it really becomes a question then of whether people want to pay down their mortgage in their asset at these higher numbers, or if they want to be paying down somebody else's mortgage. And, you know, that's a challenge and a a, a tough call. But at the end of the day, um, people have to make that decision. So just out of curiosity, though, is it sounds like you might have been looking into properties or are you just kind of hearing some of this on the news? It's good. Same thing, right? Yeah. Okay. uh, Deals to be had. This is, uh, you got to learn to sniff this one out. There are a lot of people.
0: Who think that this is what's coming. And I'm not talking about
1: just flat earthers here. I'm talking about, there's a lot of people that saw uh, 2000. Oh, absolutely. And they've been saving money. For for that opportunity again. And for the last five years, it's been almost impossible to get into the real estate space. Absolutely. Um, At least at anything close to a deal. Yeah. And so I think that there's a growing number of these individuals. And frankly, we all need to know there's a lot of cash on the sidelines right yeah, now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So
1: when I toss it back to them, what have you heard? And I get anything about hopefulness about deals to be had. Yeah. Now, the stupid response would be to say, oh, there's no way prices are going <laughs> down. Because the truth is, in some pockets, they they are.
0: Yeah. And there really. is some
1: negotiation to yeah. be had. So um, I want to f- want to fish this one out and something along the lines of, well, you know, there's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, there's been a lot of investors actually it sounds like you might be one of them that yeah. maybe have been waiting a long time to try and get back to a place in the market where there are some deals and so a lot of these price adjustments that we're starting to see would actually be good news for them but you know the the, the flip side of the coin is there's so many people that have been waiting a long long time and then regretting waiting because these prices have just had a funny way of continually just going up so it's a little bit like the stock market. Timing the market is always, always a challenge. But uh, let me ask you this. I mean, it sounds like you might be in the market if prices were starting to go down. Is this something you've been considering? Yeah. Uh, again, volume. Digging for more. No, it's good. And then the final one that we've got teed up for you here is, uh, yeah, the chicken, not chicken little, but... Uh, yeah, no. I mean, truly, the falling. sky is
0: falling. Yeah. <laughs> and I think anybody that does own a home definitely has this concern right definitely
1: uh yes especially with how the media uh, yes tends to work this. and stuff like that. so prices are crashing let me see i haven't looked at this one a little bit <laughs> um so uh yeah well the the truth is that there there actually are some markets right now that are seeing a, a ton of depreciation depreciation but they, they're the ones that have been ap- appreciating very very aggressively over the last several years like arizona and Idaho. And so those kinds of markets are actually feeling the pinch as prices have to come back down to slightly more reasonable levels. But, you know, what we see in the Midwest is that we tend to be pretty insulated from those kinds of volatile spikes. We don't get to realize 50% appreciation. But the good news is we also don't feel the crash like some of these coastal towns so, you know, to be honest with you, uh, there is some what we would call price softening. And honestly, that's kind of good for the market here because it, it gets things back in line in terms of affordability. But honestly, prices crashing in the Des Moines market and in our local markets, it's probably pretty unlikely. I mean, do you mind if I ask, is this something that you've been concerned about for like the value of your real estate? Yeah. Or is this something you're interested in because maybe you've been trying to get into some of the, get in on the action? So again, um, these are all pretty straightforward. They're yeah. not that complicated. Anyone can handle these. But I, I will say this. You're not going to be able to handle them as well as I can without practicing. Yeah. I'm not just naturally good at this. I've practiced this. And you stuff. wrote
0: it down. Like, and you practiced, right? 100%. Exactly.
1: And I think everyone should do the same.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So I don't know how to... Um, there's a few more thoughts just to wrap this up. Um, uh, you know, the point again, I want to I just nail this down. We've got to have insightful responses, and, and what does that mean when I say that to you? Like, what, what does that make you think?
0: Um, I think it's just something crafted, something that you've thought through, something that's going to make sense, and it's not just off the fly and off the cuff, like.
1: So, absolutely. Completely random. So, it's, it's well prepared. When I think of insightful, what I mean is it offers some insight. insight. It gives mm-hmm. you a view in that you otherwise didn't have. So, whether it's a data point or a different perspective, leading with insight means we offer something that challenges their thinking, yeah. or opens or, or stretches their peripherals. Yeah. And so, we have to first offer an insightful response, but it needs to not be closed-ended. Yeah. One in five is not a good answer. <laughs> um, the market's good is not, not a good, a good answer. answer. But these are insightful, they're open-ended and they're not a doctrinal thesis. I, and I'm, I'm guilty of this. Like I want st- to, I just want to like pour all this information on people. Yeah. Um, but they open the door to further conversation and, and more value. And, and the reason I want to nail that point down one more time is where we go next, there's several different paths that oh, we might be going. Yeah. Some people are absolutely not in the market to buy or sell. Right. And the stupidest thing you can do with those people start pushing that. Absolutely. Start talking about like the deals that are out there or why people should be listing their house. It's tone-deaf. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one of the paths is that where we need to go with this is educational. Well, let me back up. The first path is that they would just want to get off the elevator. They actually didn't care that (laughs) much. They didn't care. They just were making small talk. Yeah. Don't be a doofus. Yeah. So, uh, offer some insight, and then let
0: them go on with their day. You're and then they'll maybe have something like, huh, I mean, honestly, like maybe 100%. you gave them something that they can think about. And
1: you can be the thought leader in their mind yeah. you can own a piece of their brain without yeah. being a, a nasty Pushy. salesperson. Yeah. So that's the first. The, but the second is, is maybe the, the point of the conversation is strictly educational. You get to be a um, uh, uh, expert advisor yeah. and you get to offer insight to someone who five years from now
0: might, might be, be buying
1: or selling. Yeah. So be the expert advisor. The second option is, is that this might be someone that the real goal for you in the conversation is to lead this towards an opportunity to remind them about referrals. And and the way to do that is to be someone that offers insight, to know things that they don't know, to make them feel safe and secure, and then to drop that hint. Hey, by the way, like if you do, there's a lot of people right now that are Pick pick your pick your yeah. poison. Um, concerned, concerned about a crash, about, yep. or interested in deals, mm-hmm. or what, or no, don't know about adjustable rates. Yeah. Um, but if you do come across someone like that, please do send them my way. As you know, we've talked about this a lot. My business is built on referrals from amazing people like you. So please, by the way, don't forget. Um, if they if, if if someone like that shows Does, up for yep. you, you can give them my card. You can tell them about me. But the odds are they won't call me. So do me a favor. Give me a call give me their name and number. You know me, I'm not going to hound them, but that way but I can I'll m- go follow up hundred yeah. percent and I'll make sure I take great care of them. Um, but that, that's the best way you can help me anyway. Like,
0: yeah, good. I'm glad I ran into you this. whatever. You yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But the final one is that it may open a door to an actual process. Absolutely. <laughs> one in eight people out there, people are moving every eight years. And so many of the people we're engaging in are transacting on any given year. And so, yeah, I think if you can do this, if you can play the conversational game better, Mm -hmm. the likelihood of them feeling safe and secure to talk about um, the fact that they are actually considering making a move. So open doors to actual market interest. A lot of people are hiding behind the fear of being solicited by another goof. Yeah, So don't be a goof. Yeah. And you'll find that people open up. So I I think there's pause that we're looking for But we can't start there. We've got to start with better responses, better questions so we can actually volley the conversation, the art of conversational dance, and we're going to find ourselves in more and more contexts where it can be of real value to buyers and sellers.
0: Absolutely. The number one thing I was thinking about as a total logical path is that last one about prices are crashing. They own a home. That way you volleyed the, are you concerned about pricing, you know, pricing tanking on your home was so good. And I think that leads to, hey, you know what? Are you interested in me running a market report for you? Like it, it lends itself to following up too, right? Like the path becomes following up and just continuing to be the person in front of them, even if they're not at all interested right now, right?
1: It. Uh, <clears throat> I wasn't sure if I was going to have time to cover this part. Joe actually talked about this at our uh, awards banquet. I think yeah. at the end he gave a little uh, closing speech. It's a, it's a speech that both Joe and I have heard a few times at different places from a guy named uh, Lou um, But I'm thinking about the art of conversational dance. His talk about this basically suggests anytime you're sitting across from anybody, whether it's at the buyer's presentation, a listing presentation, or an elevator, yeah. where someone's asking how's the market, there are three fundamental questions that people are always asking of you. The first is, can I trust you? Because we've all dealt with people that have lots of smarts and information. And, but like, are these people reliable? Do they know that the, do another stuff? Are they trustworthy? Absolutely. Um, the character question, Absolutely. right? This is an opportunity to show, no, I am someone that you, I'm not just saying, now's a good time to buy. Now's a good time to buy. Yeah. So the second question they're asking is, are you good at what you do? And <clears throat> on any of these responses, you're certainly demonstrating uh, that you know a thing or two. Now, yeah. you don't want to do it facetiously. You don't want to be combative. You don't want to be um, obnoxious. But hey, lead with insight because I, I live and breathe this. Yeah. And then the third question is, do you care about me? Mm-hmm. So can I trust you? Are you good at what you do? And do, do you, you care, care about, about me? me? And in yeah. every one of these kinds of conversations, our objective is to be thinking through those three fundamental questions that people are asking you because that's the question behind the question. Absolutely. Yes, they're interested in the market, but really they're interested in themselves and whether they want to buy or sell or their fear about their home. And our job is to enter into those spaces, offer insight to those people and answer those three questions. As yes. we answer the question, How's the underlying
0: the questions, yeah. Are you maybe my person, right? Because they're figuring out those three answers in their head.
1: Well, and then they haven't even thought about that consciously. No. That's not what they were interested in. But it is the question that's being answered in that room. Yeah. It is fundamentally the question that you want answered. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, hopefully this is helpful. This is stuff that we'll tweak and improve as we move forward. If you have recommendations, suggestions for additional scripts, we're happy to put those together. But guys, now is the best time to be an absolute expert, not just on the data of the market but how to engage with human beings about the market in a time of change.
0: Absolutely. Have good conversations.
1: Good stuff. Thanks for joining me. Yeah.
0: Thank you for joining us today. For more episodes, resources, and show notes, head to morethanmorepodcast.com.